Good afternoon. And thank you for joining me. My name's Tom Flanagan. Um, and today we are going to be chewing over the recent therapy live conference. Um, and there's a lot to talk about, right? It was uh, eventful. Um, some brilliant in a brilliant sense, some not so. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about those as we go through. But before we, we jump into the day's topic, I want to recap what's happened since I was last on air in the world. Um, firstly, Freedom Day. Didn't really happen, did it? Um, and uh, we've, we've had a, a few more, well, whatever that means, whatever your view on it, um, it's it's extremely divisive, more divisive a topic than I've ever known. Even Brexit wasn't quite this um, this divisive from from what I've seen. Having said that, the one thing that I think everyone is um, together on is is the false hope and the the um, the, the failed projections um, that are have been continuously um, promised by our government. Um, it's uncomfortable. Um, it's difficult for everyone in every walk of life, um, whether it's trying to plan things that you need to do to live um, or things that give your life a sense of purpose. It's, it's really quite rubbish. So, um, yeah, not, not very, very, um, very positive on that front. Of course, um, the, we now have more promises. Um, we're going to be released. I don't even know the day anymore. Um, so we're, we're just looking forward to that. Although I'm not holding that much hope to, to that specific date. Let's just see what happens. So Freedom Day, which I was so looking forward to, um, actually just turned out to be Monday. Anyway. <clears throat> Moving on to something a bit more positive, which was uh, on a list of things here. And the next thing is the, the Friends reunion. Um, if you watch Friends, if you grew up in my generation and you did watch Friends and you've not watched it um, since it came out, go and give it a go. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. Thoroughly enjoyed it. A little bit of a, a bright spark to... to um, <laughs> some some miserable news around around the things that are going on at the moment. It was really cool. Um, genuinely, really enjoyed it. Worth a watch. Um, it's not what I thought it would be. Biggest news, of course, is that football is coming home. Apparently, again. Um, also, my friends keep telling me, um, but the Euros have been absolutely great. Um, so, yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Um, some unbelievably good games, but a little bit more farcical decision-making around COVID. Um, I have to touch on it. Is, is the, the young fella from Scotland, is it Billy Gilmore, um, who tested positive for COVID? Um, bit of disagreement between me and my friends around this Um some people hold the view that he's young um, and he's with young people. Therefore, should it should he even isolate at all? When do we when do we um, reflect on the decisions that we've made and what we've been following? And and when do we say um, 
actually we need to stop testing everyone for these sort of things. Some on the other side um, of the argument of urging more caution, ranging from he should isolate him alone to, well, if one or two people are isolating, then surely everyone should isolate that he's come in contact with. It's all just a bit bizarre um, and confusing and not particularly fair um, on anyone. Right, so um, tricky again. Holidays were supposed to be, well, there haven't been many promises around holidays, just promises to myself that um, surely at some point we'll be able to go away. Um, I, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. When can we, uh, when can we travel a little bit? Because that um, is one of the things that gives my life most value. Um, I love seeing the world. It'll be interesting to, to see um, what you guys enjoy. So um, got 24 minutes left. I'm going to be talking about Therapy Live in quite some detail. I can see some, uh, some people are joining us at the moment. As you'll know, um, a lot will be joining us after. So if you are joining after, I um, hope that you got a lot to look forward to. But if you are here live with, uh, with myself, uh, like Talita, Talita, um, nice to see you. Um, let me know what you're looking forward to in the chat. It'll be really cool. All right, so that's the uh, that's my review of the past month. It was supposed to be much different. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be Freedom Day yesterday, so I was supposed to have a slight hangover. Now, of course, it's Tuesday. I wouldn't do that. Anyway, the big topic of the day is therapy life. An obvious place to start is an apology. Now. There's been loads of apologies by loads of different people, but it's it's genuinely really important um, because the team, particularly um, Jack and Jack Chu and Jack March, and everyone in the team are are um, the the notion that something that we've tried to provide to you um, has led to so much um, stress. Um, and essentially waste wasted time. It's not pleasant. Um, so genuine apology. There's loads of reasons, well documented. If you do want to to know more, um, head over to Twitter. And um, and yeah, Jack's posted out a really lovely message um, for you guys to read there. Um, Ashane's jumping in with some really important. Um, detail reviewing my coats behind me i get cold ash i get cold anyway knocking me off my flow so genuine apology um and i really hope you've managed to make the most of the extended offer from the team um which i can't remember all the details because there was so much there was the tom jessen sciatica book um which i've got read awesome um really really important particularly in in my role in primary care as a, a working in like an app role which is kind of an orthopedic triage the lines have become blurred over recent times but um but yeah so understanding um ridiculous pain radiculopathies the the uh, passive physiology behind it and everything about it. it's a great book um by a great person so uh 
Jesson's book, um, access for, I'm not sure how long it was, whether it was a week or a month to, to all the recordings. I don't even think it was just this year's recordings. I think you got previous recordings. Um, so really cool and I hope you made the most of it. Um, on the topic of moving forward, which is really important, um, I don't really know what's going to happen with Therapy Live, but personally, I, I hope it, it continues. I hope it, it grows as it has done over the past year um, because I personally have a lot of, because I know the people who run it, I have a lot of trust um, in them to, to do everything they can to provide good quality forward thinking content. Um, and if you, you follow the Physio Matters guys, you'll, you'll know that as well as I do. But I've, I've, I've worked with Jack and I know that he's, uh, he's probably the, one of the most honest people I've ever met. Um, so yeah, he's him and the team that he's got around him. I can't think of more honest people to, to drive that forward. So I, I hope it continues. I'm not sure what the plan is. That's honest. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but like I said, if it does move forward, I couldn't think of many people that I know better placed, better motivated, um, more honest and more invested people to drive this forward and make it better and, and make up for the mistakes that were made last time. But um, that's the con conference itself. It was There were a lot of really cool things that went on. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over I'm going to go over the talks that I moderated um, and highlights from them. We had the adolescent knee with Michael Rathleff, and um, we had heel pain um, also. So we're going to go over those. Um, I'm, but before I do that, I'm going to go through the conferences um, that we we didn't get to, I didn't get to see and, and what I'm, how I'm going to, to plan and get through them this year. Because last year I've had access to the talks um, through the offer that you can get if you go to Therapy Live, I think it's like 50 quid, you get access to all the talks forever, um, which is pretty damn good in my opinion. And I still haven't gone and watched, caught up with all of the ones that I wanted to watch. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, I'm still trying to do it, but I've come up with a plan this year, right? Um, and quite literally a plan. It's like I'm having my own mini conference in jacket land, as I should call it, I imagine. Um, I'm interested to know what your highlights were. Um, so I can see Talita's um, popped some up on for me there. I'll, I'll bring those out in a second. Um, and... And also Joe's Joe's popped a comment. Joe Turner, um, who runs Mehab. Um, if you don't know about Mehab, you should. Um, if you're a therapist, um, Google. Yeah, great resource for you, your own well-being. Um, Joe's just reiterating the um, the apology and and the motivation to get things right. Anyway, so on the topic of this year's conference, what were your highlights? Pop them in the chat box. Let me know. Um, but here are, for, before I go over my highlights, here are the things that um, I'm going to, to look at moving forward. So, talks that I didn't get to on the day. This year, because I've got a bit more headspace, 
I've been a bit more prepared and I've split things into three categories. Category number one is our topics that I'm interested in, but aren't necessarily in my comfort zone. Yeah. Topics, so things that kind of interest me, but aren't, they don't make up uh, a significant amount of my workload. Um, so that's curious outside my comfort zone. My next category is topics that I'm curious about, but are inside my normal area of expertise. Not to say that I'm an expert in these topics, um, just topics that I, uh, I should be more familiar with. And then the final category are need to know. So simply cannot miss for me in, in my job role as an APP and doing FCP clinics as well. Um, these are talks that I, I, I just couldn't justify not um, catching up with. Um, so that's my system. Next year, next June, um, I'll tell you how it went. But let's let's go through. So um, the I don't know if I put Ash James's talk in it, so it could be quite awkward now that he's watching. But I'm going to start off with Ash's talk, which was actually I think it's around learning, which is like a massively important topic. Um, Ash, just shout at me if I'm wrong there. Um, but Ash Jones, uh, James Jones, James. <laughs> did a, a talk on learning. I don't, I've closed the web page, Ash, so if you've got the name of your topic wrong, please do tell me. I'll give it a shout out. Bit of publicity for you there, mate. Right, so I'm going to start off with the curious and um, things that I'm familiar with. So first one is um, Brad's Neil talk around the role of strength in the development and recovery from um, patellofemoral pain, uh, patellofemoral kneecap pain, right? Um, I find Brad and his team's work really interesting because it challenges my thoughts, which are a little bit more, um, a little bit more vague um, in, in clinical practice. Um, but they they offer very um, specific questions to challenge my practice, as to say, well why aren't you doing these sort of things and, and you probably should be doing these things and i'm going to come on to that with dylan morrissey's talk in a little bit um but so i love listening to brad talk for that reason really challenges my view on an area of the body that i treat um quite a lot or see people who have pain around their kneecap Really looking forward to the talk around with, I think it was um, a panel or, or just Roger Kerry and Jack Two talking around pain and causation. Um, I must admit, I'm a little bit apprehensive on that topic, pain and causation, because it's confusing enough um, working in APP and FCP and with more risk um you kind of i find, personally find it harder to welcome the uh, vagity that comes with questioning um how we apply course to structural diagnosis and things like that really important topics and something that i is inside me because it's pain right um 
and if your MSK therapist pain is central to, to what we do. Um, but yeah, it's it's a topic that could offer a lot more questions than answers. Um, and at my stage of development, going into these FTP roles and continue with my development along the APP roadmap, maybe not for me right now, um, but probably one of the most interesting talks on there. Nadine Foster, I believe Nadine is heavily involved in, in NICE. So if you're looking for good quality um, source of information, you're going to struggle to get better quality than Nadine. Um, Nadine's talk was around addressing the challenges of, of lower back pain. Um, so well within the area of, of what I see on a day to day basis. Um, Sarah Hogg, uh, goal setting, um, Ben Cormack, do the secondary benefits of exercise justify its use for pain? Um, which is a uh, an argument that I've put forward quite a lot of the time to justify what I do in clinic. Maybe moved away from it over the past twelve months, um, but I, I think it's it's a really interesting question um, for two reasons. Because the answer to that question might be yes dependent on your perspective and your views and your values. Um, but also, if we don't use, if we don't incorporate the secondary benefits of exercise to justify its use for pain, um, we might be struggling to justify um, prescribing exercise and pain generally, uh, which is quite a, I pose that as a question rather than a remark because it's, that's quite, um, that could get me thrown under a bus a little bit. Um, but Ben Cormack's talk, and Ben's awesome to listen to, um, fun, informative, well-informed. Um, his talk, Do Secondary Benefits of Exercise Justify Its Use for Pain? Um, yeah, that would be an awesome talk to listen to. And one of the ones in this little category of my mini conference I'm going to be doing on my own it's there right so last one in in my comfort zone and I'm not really sure if this is um but it's Janice Thomas Janet Thomas talking around bow density um and the talk is titled what could and should we do about it so um this is I put this in my area of interest and, and comfort not because I'm overly comfortable with it, not because I have a great understanding. It's just, I think that it's the norm in MSK practice to not have a great understanding around how we can use therapies to help with that. Um, but I've done a bit of reading, so kind of it's, it was on, on a knife edge for me, so I chucked it in there. And also, I listened to Janet talk last year, and one of my favourite Therapy Live um, talks that I've been to. I've been to a lot. Um, so, yeah, they're my my curious, but probably the ones that I could not listen to, um, justify not listening to, but I really want to because I find them interesting, um, which is probably why I've listened and read and done so much about it. The things that are probably more important for me are the category things that I'm curious about, but that are outside my comfort zone. So things that 
kind of they're, they're not as important as the absolute need to know, which I'm going to come on to in a second. Um, but they, they're things that I probably need to get more familiar with. Um, first talk is by Val Jones. Um, Val Jones, if, if you don't know, is a specialist in, in um, a specialist physiotherapist in, in the management of, of elbow uh, pathology. I don't know if that's the best way to describe Val's role, but I hope I've, I've done it justice. Um, really well known, really well thought of expert in, in that area. So um, Val's topic for the day was the stiff elbow, um, which if you do work in MSK practice, it's something that every once in a while comes up in a lunchtime discussion. Um, and there's usually one guy um, who knows a bit more about it than everyone else. So it's, but we don't seem to find a lot of information around it either. Well, personally, either because I don't go looking for it because I don't see it that often, or maybe I just don't recognize it that well. That's why I'm going to listen to Val's talk. Um, or because there isn't a lot of information out there. And due to Val specialising in that, I think she works in the acute care, so she'll have those good relationships with our, our medical colleagues. Um, so hopefully, well, I imagine, I have no doubt really that it'll be a great talk. Um, James Noakes, again, heavily active on Twitter, really um, engaging medical colleague who specialises in the management of MSK um, complaints. And his title is In in the Arse. Um, so talking around gluteal pain, stubborn gluteal pain. Um, it's something that, again, sort of like the stiff elbow, comes up in conversation, but not that much in clinical practice. Maybe I need to get better at recognising it. Um, but again, one of the reasons why that's high on my priority list. Last one on the, the list of things outside my comfort zone um, and things that I need to get more familiar with. Dynamometry with Scott Morrison. Um, so quite clear, it's, it's something that um, probably been I've certainly undervalued by myself historically in, in my profession and, and because of, and by those around me potentially, hence why I don't value it. But um, I think I need to uh, I need to revisit that and question whether I should um, value it more. So that's why I'm going to go in there. I don't want to miss a really important tool that could be helping my patients. But that's mine. I'm just having a look here. Um, so Talita's talking about. Looking forward to our first UK holiday since November 2019. Yeah, I think you timed it well with the weather as well, Talita. So um, enjoy that. Don't rub it in too much. Don't rub it in too much. This guy needs a holiday. Anyway, so most important category um, for me, and the reason why I've gone through this is, as I have, is because it was a reflection of mine. I thought it might help um, with you guys and a bit more of a systematic way of, of planning your CPD and using the therapy live talks to, um, to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to split this into to three days over, over the coming 12 months and um, 
kind of go through the ones that I need to know about most. And this is where I'm going to start. So um, the first talk is, I haven't got the, uh, the talker's names down here. Apologies. Um, but everyone's everyone's name is um, on the website on therapylive.co.uk. So we've got the presentation of gout and pseudogout, um, something that, um, yeah, massively important because uh, recognizing that or being able to recognize um, and differentiate and reason through a joint that is angry and acutely presenting um, is massively important. And it's also not a conversation that's happened a lot as far as I'm aware, maybe because I haven't, I've only been doing APP stuff for a couple of years, um, but I haven't come across it that much. Um, second thing, so these are the big juicy ones. Uh, I know, I think Rob Tyre was involved in this um, talk. Um, and that is, I think it was a panel discussion um, or a joint presentation around the reasoning, differential diagnoses and managing bilateral leg pain. Um, and with the clinical knowledge summary from NICE a couple of years back, throwing a cat amongst the pigeon with the bilateral leg pain being um, something that should be um, managed uh, or heavily a thought of as needing a, an emergency pathway of care. Um, it's a topic that uh, is, is massively, massively important. Um, as is lumps and bumps. By uh, This talk is by Mike Dare. Mike Dare is a, a specialist in rheumatology and physiotherapist. Um, heard, had the privilege of hearing Mike talk a few times and he's um, yeah, brilliant, really, really well informed um, and offers quite a, uh, what's the best way, what's the best word here? Um, a, a real life way of using his knowledge. Yeah, he, he's not an idealist. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that, but I don't get that vibe from him that, you know, absolutely you should follow this way. He's, he's very reasonable. And I imagine the question and answer section of that would have been brilliant. Um, and then the last two talks that I really need to catch up on are, are Joe Gibson, Indications for Surgery. I imagine that's around shoulders. Um, Joe's never miss an opportunity to speak to hear Joe talk. Um, brilliant, lovely lady, really well informed. And finally, um, the magical Adam Dobson talking around lumbar stenosis. Very similar comments to, to Joe. Extremely well informed. Um, and and yeah, you can't really miss that talk. So they're my five need to knows. Um, and that's how I'm going to go through this over the next year and how I'm also going to make the most of, of the access that I have and you guys can give you if you um if you I think it's it's something like 50 quid or 70 quid or something like that. It works out at 70p a talk, um, which is extremely good value. Um just before I leave, so I'll I'll be back again um next month. The aim is to have a guest with me. Um, and that will be a theme throughout the, the next few months. Um, but I, I was really fortunate to, to listen to Michael Ratliff talk around adolescent knee pain um, and just really enjoyed it, um, probably because he really echoed my thoughts um, quite nicely. And he, it's nice to have someone more intelligent than you help you articulate um, 
your intuition. So that was that was really, really cool, um, really well-received talk. One that did the exact opposite um, was the it was the um, heel pain talk by Dylan Morrissey. Um, really challenged me talking around um, evidence based um, evidence based approaches to managing heel pain, which in, included things like taping, right, and stretching and stuff like that, which really challenges my thought process. And it's the one that I'm going to revisit. Um, as part of my three three day conferences on my own, right? Um, but that I wasn't expecting that to take up so much time. Just ridiculously high quality um, and high volume information on there. So um, positivity is how I want to end um, today's uh, chat and chewing it over. Um, there's some awesome stuff. Have a look at the website. Consider. Um, signing up for it um, I'd be amazed if you uh, regretted it if you, you're interested enough to hear me chat about physio on an afternoon so um, get yourself over at therapylive.co.uk um, and thank you for, for people engaging on the chat so I'm not alone on my lunch break um, and I'll leave you to it so thank you ever so much um, fingers crossed that we get some normality over the next month and stay safe stay well um, all the best.